0: Bloody Mary,
1: Bloody Mary, Bloody Mary. Hello and welcome to We Will Talk About It, the Supernatural Rewatch podcast where we watch one episode every week, spoiler free. I'm Megan. I'm Kat. And this week we are doing Season 1, Episode 5, Bloody Mary. Ooh, Bloody Mary. So just like with Wendigo and Dead in the Water, we're doing double episode recordings. We just had a little dip. Break. Mm. I have Delicious. some wine now, mm. so I might have already had a glass. So let's see how this oh, episode. I've had water, so goes. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> exciting. Look at us. Yeah, no, I'm. I'm a little tipsy now, mm. um, which is always good for the person who records the yeah. podcast and the, knows how the tech is. The adult works. in the situation. Yeah, the, the adult in our podcasting relationship. Definitely. We're doing Bloody Mary this week, so mm. I have a question: Was yes. Bloody Mary a thing for you? A, an urban myth growing up? No. It wasn't for me either. I think it must be because we will talk about it. There is one that's coming that yeah. was a urban mm. legend for me. But Bloody Mary, I don't think it's an Australian no. urban legend. No, I mean,
0: I think when it starts becoming more of an urban legend for us is obviously when we get introduced to it through American culture and through TVs. Like I heard of Bloody Mary when I was, ooh, like – 12,
1: 13? Okay, so you did do it, though, before this oh. episode aired.
0: Oh, yeah, I knew of it before okay. the episode, like, before I watched mm-hmm. it. Like, obviously, it's in pop culture, and because we, obviously, as Australians, we get a lot of our mm-hmm. influences from America, Okay, you know, TV and, and movies, but I can't tell you where I heard it, where I saw it, but I do remember it, and I mm-hmm. do remember going to a sleepover and everyone mm-hmm. talking about it, so potentially it was on a TV show, potentially it was in a movie scene, mm-hmm.
1: but Yeah. Okay, interesting. So it definitely was not a thing where I grew up. Mm. I have no memory of Bloody Mary mm-hmm. at like slumber parties or sleepovers or anything mm-hmm. like that. But I will say two things. Yes. One, I watched this episode with my sister, who's about two years younger than me. And we afterwards immediately went into our bathroom and did Bloody Mary. It, it, just to picture it, guys, just uh, to give you a visual, this was a. Well, you're here, so obviously things turned out well. I didn't get murdered, guys. It was like a green 80s bathroom. The mirror was one of those mirrors that's also a medicine cabinet. cabinet. We went and did Bloody Mary in the Dark in our bathroom. (laughs) And and, to be clear, like I was 17 at the time and I still remember after this episode aired at school for the next few weeks, Bloody Mary was like a thing because everyone was watching Supernatural. It was like the quote-unquote teen show at the time, like everyone was watching it and I remember people doing Bloody Mary in the (laughs) bathroom at school. It became a thing at my school. And so you were saying like, oh, people, we learn about stuff through pop culture. My school learned about Bloody Mary through pop culture from watching Supernatural. Yeah,
0: and that's what I mean. Like I never did Bloody Mary because I am a cautious child. I will bring (laughs) this up often as I have and I think it was in the first, yeah, it was actually the first episode. First
1: episode. You're hitchhiking. I've never hitchhiked. City. I just had to think about whether or not I'd ever you. Yeah, and, that's, and that's, that's it. Yeah.
0: Literally, my second note in the show notes is literally, fuck no, I ain't saying Bloody Mary in a mirror. And to this day, even from our cold intro, if mm-hmm. you guys listened, I intensely stared at Megan's eyes. Yeah, she I wasn't... refused to look at the mirror that's yep, next to us in yep. my bedroom. <laughs> I can handle going to grave signs. I can do the mm-hmm. ghost walks. I can do all that shit. But when it comes to, like, Dancing with mirrors mm-hmm. and tempting the mirror gods, I'm fucking
1: good. This episode, it's okay. It's it is because it's an urban legend is the first like proper urban legend that, that they people do. would know like without having to go digging. You wouldn't have to people have heard of it, right? Yeah, absolutely. Especially in America. Particularly in America, I'm sure that it's a very common thing that people do and we actually open on a slumber party there's three yeah. girls they're playing truth or dare did you ever play truth oh or dare? yeah truth or dare and um lies feathers sifts the board i'm pretty sure that came from the craft yes absolutely so,
0: again another you know american pop cultural reference filtering into the australians never did bloody mary what else did we do but yeah very classic you know girls chattering i mean I was. I'm a talker. If, if you haven't worked that far <laughs> out
1: yet, we open on a slumber party. There's two girls, uh, three girls. They're playing truth mm-hmm. or dare. One of them asks for truth, and of course, as I think it is the case in every single yes slumber party, sleeping sleepover that I've ever been at, the second is truth. It's always, do you want to make out with this person? Yeah, Um, who's your crush? Who's your crush? Show me your vulnerable self. Show me who you're into. And so Changes of Mind decides to do dare. She goes upstairs to do, and they like, dare her to go do Bloody Mary, which she agrees to do. And so she goes to their bathroom, which unlike me, was not a very 80s bathroom. No, it was was very very, nice. Very nice bathroom. Very very modern. And she does Bloody Mary in the mirror. And then she hears all this banging, and it's just her friends, which is just... Peak, typical yeah peak like Girls. tween behavior is to just cause madness chaos and confusion
0: and then to have the dad come out and say keep it down i'm like yep this is all tracking this
1: this tracks this is absolutely mm-hmm. standard tweens mm-hmm. having a slumber party her older sister comes home um she's past curfew she's pa- as she's past curfew but she's not interested in having a 12 year old tell yeah. her that she's past curfew
0: yeah my point out, um, just taking a beat as a mm-hmm. com- comic relief. Um, South Park do an episode where it's like Bloody Mary, but it's mm-hmm. like a spoof, and it's Biggie Schmolls. So, oh my god! So, um, Butters, yes. is there to go to the mirror and sure, he's sure. and his footy pajamas, and he has to say Biggie Smalls. So, anytime anyone was saying Bloody Mary to the mirror through this episode, my brain was going Biggie Smalls. Biggie Schmolls, Biggie Schmolls. <laughs> and it was fucking great. It was just like, and I was hearing Butter, like Butter's voice in the back of my head because mm-hmm. it's it's so fun. It's a good episode. It's, yeah, I mean South Park,
1: you know. They get some stuff right most of the time, you know, yeah, they're, pretty yeah. on, they're pretty on brand. C- Cause I mean, I guess at this point they're kind of like the Simpsons where they've been around for so long. So you've got, there's, there's gems and yeah. not gems. Not gems. And this is one that's like, it's so ludicrous. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm ludicrous. saying ludicrous.
0: <laughs> ludicrous with Biggie Smalls. But it's great. And obviously he gets, um, Biggie Smalls appears in, sure, pers- sure. in person and he's just like, holy shit. And it's this whole theme that all the kids around America keep saying Biggie Smalls into the mirror. And it keeps disappearing. And, but this is trying to, there's, it's a whole episode. And I mean, we're not here to talk about it, but
1: it's it's just funny because. This is not a South Park rewatch podcast. No, it is not. (laughs) I like that. Yes. So the oldest, uh, the oldest Adonna, she goes upstairs and she sees a unusually I don't this is too much blood like this yeah, is I literally well, I think my fifth night down is like that's a lot of bloody blood that's it's so much I th- it's got to be too much blood and she opens the the door to the bathroom but yeah before that we see oh, the dad yes I'm so oh, sorry I I've was skipped like, the be- whole thing I, you distracted me with the biggie small sorry it's what you I you took me off track but hey I'm here so nothing happens to the girl Lily nah. she goes back downstairs to have fun with her friends um dad goes bathroom dad I- goes to the bathroom but We've talked a lot about the terrible CGI in this show. This is some great CGI. Oh yeah, this is some like Ring, The Grudge, the. The Ring was a massive influence on this entire episode. Uh, makes sense. I it mean, tracks. it tracks. It looks. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, I hate I hate horror films, which I know is ironic given this podcast. <laughs> yeah, it's supernatural, but. I hate, but I have seen The Ring. I, I, I've seen The American Ring with yeah, Manny Watts. I don't seen... watch the Japanese one. You no, will... no, no, no. I'm not going to. Don't I've worry. seen it.
0: It is. If you want to get scared, do it. I don't want to get scared. Oh, no. This is for That's people the... out there who oh, maybe yeah, want. Not...
1: <laughs> this isn't for me.
0: Yeah, it is. Um, I saw it on SBS late at night. Mm-hmm. It was like, I was like, what is this? <laughs> That's so like...
1: tracks. It's so no tracks, right? But it was SBS Halloween. Oh, he's got to have been to October and they were doing like some kind of... Yeah,
0: and it was late at night. It was like probably about like 11, 11.30. 11 mm-hmm, and mm-hmm, I'm flicking mm-hmm. through channels and I'm like, what's this nonsense? Oh, I'm interested. Yeah. Okay.
1: Oh my God, it's the ring. It oh, oh. For non-Australian listeners, which maybe we have some non-Australian yeah, definitely. listeners. We, Come we, on, guys. we don't know. SBS is, I don't know what SBS actually stands for, but they are sort of our international...
0: Yeah, broadcaster. Like, yeah, they um they're an offshoot of like the ABC.
1: They mm-hmm. fall under that
0: kind of bracket. where The ABC
1: in Australia is the Australian Broadcasting Corporation. Yeah, not they're to, our state run or our government, government run. run. Yes, and so I, they're kind of like PBS in America. Yes, where it's um they're run by the government. SBS is an offshoot of that. I don't think they're run by the government though. No, but they're very much in the same vein. Um, but they bring in a lot of um that's how we get a lot of our
0: foreign films. Yes. It's how we watch when it was a thing eurovision when i say that because we're in
1: 2021 2021 hopefully there is eurovision it it will not shock anyone to find out that i love eurovision and i watch every year
0: that's what i mean that's why i brought it up but um they also a lot of as a as a teenager Mm -hmm. after a certain time on a friday and say that's how you found about sex because they they would oh my god I was gonna say this <laughs> yes they a hundred percent would show you like soft course cinemax so they, yeah or they have like random documentaries about sex and what mm-hmm. like just. Open, yep. Like people walking. through how do you have sex? If you
1: were a horny teenager and yep. you wanted some tits that your parents couldn't find out that you'd rented from somewhere, yep. you would just turn on SBS on a Friday night after yep. 11 p.m. You yep. were almost guaranteed to get some kind of soft core horniness. Yep. Sometimes 100%. Even, you got full frontal, like both oh, yeah. men and women. It was, it was some real, I think in America, like Cinemax is like their soft core. You get like yeah. tits and ass and maybe yep. some bush. This is where that lives in Australia oh, is on yeah. SPS. I don't know if it still does. SPS could be like. Oh,
0: I think we, it's we, more.
1: I think it's more. I think they've. They've oh. branched. In. I don't, I mean, I don't know. I so like SPS, they are really good as well. I don't know if they're still really good, but they're really good for bringing in stuff like foreign, foreign movies. Horror. And a lot of, it's from Korea. Yeah. Yeah. So, anyway, Korea and Japan do some of the best oh, horror, the scariest horror, like yeah. The Ring, The Grudge, all of that is just ripped off yeah. from 100%. Japanese theatre.
0: I enjoyed the story out of The Ring mm-hmm. through the chat because obviously they put a lot more effort in the story and it made more sense. Yes.
1: So I don't just, remember the plot at all of The Ring. I just remember hating it because I hate watching horror you, films. You got, you got this random tape, you played it, the end had seven That bit days. I do remember. You I know, remember the core concept of it. Yeah. That. We've gotten so far off track. We still have. Let's Donna finds in. her dad. So basically, her dad, the dad, he's, goes upstairs he's and in the he's bathroom. walking through the hall, and we see Bloody Mary <gasps> in that in oh, all oh, of wow. the mirrors. And this is where the CGI is. I I'm very impressed with the CGI. Mm. I think it's really good. I like and the CGI then he goes scenes. into the um, bathroom, and Bloody Mary gets him. Yeah, basically.
0: The dripping of the blood from the mm-hmm. eyes. I was just like, it's is- a great
1: it's a great oh. practical effect. I don't really. I feel I don't know how they did it. I no. was gonna try and make a guess based on the Billie Eilish film clip, yep. where she has the like black coming out of her eyes. But I don't know if that's how they did it. Cause no, maybe they did it with makeup.
0: Un- yes, they pause, drip. Yeah, I some. don't know.
1: If you're out there and you are in the film industry, I'm, let us know, please. I, yeah, I love knowing about this kind of stuff. So yeah. let us know. But the daughter Donna, the older sister, finds uh, no, here in an unusually large amount of blood. Before we go further, I should let everyone know who wrote this episode mm-hmm. and who directed it. So this was – so Wendigo was kind of the reverse of what I'm about to say. So mm-hmm. this was written by Ron Mil- Ron Milbauer and Terry Hughes-Burton and the story was by Eric Kripke. So mm-hmm. the other way around was Wendigo and it's directed by Peter Ellis. So I just wanted to get in because I keep forgetting to say who directed it yep. and who wrote it. We now cut to Sam having nightmares about Jess mm-hmm. – on the ceiling he wakes up and he's in the impala and he's it's clear he's had a nightmare and dean basically is like we need to talk about this at some point because this is getting too much this is getting a lot about you reacting you having these nightmares and you not sleeping and you not wanting to go to sleep like we we need to talk about this Mm. and sam just is like no we don't yep typical boy Typical way, he's like, oh, we could never discuss this ever and we could just move on with our lives. Mm -hmm. Uh, So he changes the subject. He's like, are we here? And it sort of reveals that we're in Toledo, Ohio. Yeah. And they're actually going to look at the body of the dad. Yeah. Because it's a suspicious death and Mm -hmm. they obviously have found this as a potential case. Yes. So they are going to go and look at... At the body and see what they can at the, tell. Um, coroner's office. Yeah, at the coroner's office or the morgue, I guess. Yeah. And so they go and they speak to the attendant at the morgue. He is one tough cookie. He is one tough cookie. Uh, he can he, be bribed though. He's not. He's not. He doesn't object to a little bit of cash, money, dollars yes. in his pocket. Yep. Uh, he. They try and pretend to be medical students, and I do. I did kind of appreciate the fact that Dean gets annoyed that his charm Mm. doesn't, gender is not important. What matters is that he is so used to being able to charm his way into any situation, lie his way into any situation. His charm is not working on this person. And and he's he's, frustrated. He's annoyed. He's like, just let me do my job, please. This is what I do. I come in, I charm whoever. Yep. They let me do my thing and then I leave. So Sam obviously resorts to Dean's hard earned poker winnings yes, as bribery he's, he's so mad mm-hmm. and i also like I, I do like a weird morgue attendant because mm. he's a bit like and the eyes were completely liquefied he's a little into it yeah he's a little bit i don't know if he should be working in the morgue as long alone sure unattended yeah unattended
0: maybe don't leave him alone with the bodies no not saying he's gonna do like weird sex stuff, but he also might just paint the like toenails or whatever. Like you know, it's just that vibe.
1: Which is also probably weird sex stuff. If you're t- painting your toenails of a dead body, <laughs> oh, I <it's> just got actually <laughs> just like chill like, <laughs> oh, 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 like no, no. But they get they see the dad's body. He his eyes have been completely liquefied, and so has the brain. So they decide to go and talk to the family. So Donna mm. and Lily, the sisters that we met in the in the in the cold open. Yes. I love this bull attitude of yourself... just just, just walk into a wake. You know how there's that meme of like have the confidence of a mediocre heterosexual white man? Yeah. Have the confidence of Sam and Dean on a case because they just walk into a wake of strangers. Yeah. Into a house they've never been before. Into a house they've never been. They don't know anyone and they just walk in. We know we can lie our way into this situation. We're yep. underdressed. Always, guys, stop wearing jeans to everything. Oh, my God, especially at a wake where everyone is literally in
0: black it. why are you not pulling out your goddamn suits? Your suits from
1: previous episode. Homeland yeah. <laughs> Security suits. See above suits from um Phantom Traveler. Yeah. So they, they walk in and they go and talk to primarily they're obviously going to talk to the to Donna, the, mm-hmm. the older daughter who found him. Yep. Donna's there. She's got Lily, the little sister, and she's got two friends, and the two friends have slightly different reactions. One of them is immediately pretty suspicious of Sam and Dean. Yep doesn't really believe their story that he they worked with his dad. Mm-hmm. And the other friend was like, Oh, I didn't realise they're serving snacks at this wake. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. Also, Donna's haircut. The haircut is so 2000s. Oh, it's
0: the flick, the freaking, flicked out hair. Oh, it's cool. that's so many layers for hair is like someone has round, like really given mm-hmm. her like the, the stylist was like, I got you, boo. gonna oh, yeah. your boot. I'm going to round out you. I'm going to get your
1: layers. Yeah. So they're talking to them and the younger daughter Lily reveals that she did Bloody Mary and she thinks that's why her dad died. And Sam and Dean just try and like, go, oh, no, there's no way that, it, that that's the case. Like, you, she, you said it, not him. So Bloody Mary doesn't Man, come after. Man, those boys know what's up. Yeah, but immediately they're like, rot row, Yeah,
0: very much Scooby-Doo. like Very rot, Scooby.
1: ruh row. <laughs> row. row, shaggy. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So they go upstairs to do a little bit more investigating and they're a bit like, but Bloody Mary is an incredibly well-known urban legend. We're not hearing about people being murdered all the time. Yeah. So there must be something about different about this, this place yeah. that means that, that it's real here yeah. and not real elsewhere. And the other friend, not the one who's really thirsty, but the nosy bitch, the nosy one. I, li- I, her name's Charlie. Yes, I like her. She's she's got moxie in this episode. She's got,
0: also, her you can definitely tell she's had some um a lot of foils in her hair and has oh, yeah. not has not had good hair keep up. Mm-hmm. Um, her hair is frazzled in that light. There are mm-hmm. split ends everywhere. Oh, girl, she is. It's a little crunchy. It's a bit crunchy, and I feel like the stylist. I spent way too much time on giving Donna a grey haircut, a grey
1: blowout, yeah. and kind of forgot about Charlie. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, yeah, there's that. So she comes up and she's just calls them on their bullshit, and they sort of convince her that something else has happened. Yeah, she's like, no, her dad was a day trader, and my note here says, what the fuck is a day trader? Because they both go, oh, oh. I think, it, I think, it's a and stock, I'm like, I think it's a stock, like a stockbroker, okay, like a like, stock market, thing. yeah. Cause so I was like, they all like, look like they know what's happening, Yeah, so they
0: don't. They generally have like, you know, I'm going to make the assumptions, feel free free to correct me everybody, but having worked with shares, Mm -hmm. I believe what um, a day trader is, is that they take, you have people like they'll take mum and dad's socks from people
1: and they're like, I ain't trusting you. I absolutely misheard you just then. And I thought you said mum and dad's socks. And I was like, (laughs) wait, I looked down for a moment to check my notes, to make sure I knew what was coming. stock. Stock,
0: not socks. No, socks with a T.
1: Socks with a T. (laughs) Socks with a
0: T. Anywho, they take the, like, so, you know, you you and your husband would have stock Mm -hmm. and you would like it to be traded so you can obviously get more money out of it for your investment. Mm -hmm. This day trader would take them. You would still end up with the money, Mm -hmm. but they would trade them on your behalf. Okay. Okay. And they would take them to market and they would
1: do the thing that does market stuff and then you would get the returns they sort of convinced her that something else is going mm-hmm. on and that they're police officers but for the supernatural um yes. essentially <laughs> Yeah, essentially and my next note full disclosure the first time i watched this episode for for podcast purposes i was in bed with a fever because i had strep throat so my next my next note is a little bit unhinged which is this is a fun episode yeah. <laughs> i think it's because it i think what it's fever Dream, it's it's a bit campy there's you know an urban legend a well-known a well-known to america urban legend Mm -hmm. and it's kind of you know i kind of like charlie because she's got a little bit of moxie yeah and the next scene is her talking to her friend on the phone um jill and her the thirsty friend oh she's like oh weren't they cute and she's like yes they were cute anyway oh my god listen to what i'm trying to tell you Jill. And then Jill just tried being a, a baller bitch like, yeah. oh, I'm going to do it. This <laughs> is full on psychopath girl behavior. Oh, yeah.
0: This is like 100%. <laughs> She's like, nothing. I'm invincible. I'm mm-hmm. 19.
1: You ain't going to tell me nothing. Well, they're, they're not. they Because they're in high school. I thought that. Oh, okay. Because they're Cause in the school. That's a high school. So they're 17? Question mark. Mm. I thought they were older. Yeah, they do all look older. I don't think any of them are actual 17 year olds. Yeah, I
0: figured that much. But, but
1: I think they're meant to be in high school. Got you.
0: Yeah, her just being sure of like, I am an independent woman. I don't need no man. I don't Mm -hmm. need no one telling me that bloody murder, you know, bloody murder. You keep saying
1: bloody murder and I'm going to let you go with that one. Yeah,
0: bloody murder. I mean, that's what ends up happening.
1: And her just being like, I'm going to do it. I'm like, What? And so she does Bloody Mary, Jill does Bloody Mary with um, Charlie on the phone. And then this is true psychopath behavior. Cause oh, yeah. then she just starts screaming, and then screaming go silent. and then goes silent. And Jill's like, <gasps> no, sorry, Charlie's like, <gasps> And she's like, ha, you're an idiot. You're you're insane. Uh, when go away. She,
0: when obviously we all know what happens next, I was much like, this is your karma. <laughs>
1: Kat has no empathy no. for people. So yeah, so she so Jill, after saying Bloody Mary, she's sort of walking around her room, she's getting changed, getting ready for bed. Uh in the DVD version, not the streaming version, guess what song they're playing? What? Fallout Boy, Sugar We're Going Down. Oh <gasps> fuck yes Which is one of Kat's yes. um if you oh didn't my- see on our Instagram stories, it's one of Kat's sort of mm. songs of oh five. It is, yeah. What, what she what she was blaring. Oh yeah at the time she doesn't see Bloody Mary and then she's standing in the mirror and again this amazing CGI and this like idea of like the, this is such a creepy idea of you, the mirror not mirroring you oh, and doing something else. else I hate this yep
0: So why I don't like mirrors man
1: I think that's so scary it's never happened to me but did you ever do this as a kid where you tried to make like you tried to beat the mirror yep and tried to if that actually happened though, goodbye forever. I would smash that mirror, I would change my name, I'm leaving the country. Yep. and house and here you go. No, goodbye for it just <gasps> but so she, the she's getting ready and then the mirror the mirror her is standing there being like, You did that, you did that, you killed that boy with blood trickling Working. down her, her eyes. And mm. so obviously Jill Jill dies, as Kat said, due to karma. Uh <laughs> I mean <laughs> She she straight up
0: was a, a psychopath, and then she straight up, you know, apparently killed a boy. So
1: that's true. We will talk about it. We will yep. get there. We're not there yet. We're not there yet. But we cut back to Dean and Sam doing research. Mm-hmm. Um, and Sam fell asleep, and he woke. He he gets he woke he gets woken up, and he's because he's having more nightmares about mm. Jess. Yep. And I do kind of like because we will talk about it. We do. I do like that they're weaving his nightmares into this episode. Yeah, because it does pay off later. Later on, on.
0: I also like the fact that in the dream, it's blue. It's like that mm-hmm. signature supernatural blue color mm-hmm. on brand, um, and that it's not fire. Like it's not the red fire that you would see when we when she first dies. It's blue and blue and grey. So I enjoyed mm-hmm. that color change
1: yeah and I think as well, it sort of shows that it's a dream, it's something that's real because we've sort of had that fake out before, yes, where we think that it's real and then um her hand jumps out of the grave. yeah, and at that moment we're like, is this real? and then we realize that it's a dream. So yeah, so we've we've, we've had that fake out before, and now we we're in a situation where we know he's dreaming. Yeah, but they're doing some more research because they they had gone to the library to try and find out, yes, if there was a local Mary that had died. And so they had taken a bunch of books home. Once Sam wakes up, Dean says, like, no, there's no local Marys that died in front mm. of a mirror. There was one guy that had a mirrored fall on him. But, yeah, like, but but no one who actually died in front of a mirror. And they they can't quite figure out how this is happening, how this really popular urban legend is coming true. Yeah. But only in this one really specific location. yeah. And so they then get a call from Charlie who lets them know that Jill has died. Mm-hmm. and She's flipping out. She's flipping out. I... I have, I guess because in doing this podcast, I'm watching the episodes multiple times and I'm not just binging past them or not really thinking about them. I really, I like this character and I like this actress. Mm-hmm. She plays this kind of believable character yeah. of this girl who. No, he's smart enough to work out something's going on and kind of get sucked into this world. Mm-hmm. Um, I do have a note from this next scene because she sneaks them into Jill's bedroom. Mm-hmm. <laughs> My note is: I really love this car, this cardigan and midriff top. Oh yeah, the the fashion off. is so two thousand. So 2000s. But this one I actually kind of liked. I really liked this this look on her. But they're in Jill's bedroom. They're looking around. Mm. Uh, Also, taking a beat back just really Mm -hmm. quickly, the CGI in
0: that goddamn Impala when they are talking to Charlie and they go. Oh, yeah, when they're driving. And and you can see
1: like the moving edges Mm -hmm. around them. I was like, oh, I did not notice that before. Clocking you. Yeah, because I I know from the blooper reel, which we'll talk about the blooper reels, I'm sure. Mm. I knew from the blooper reel that they do it on a soundstage when they're actually in the car and all of that. But it's really good normally. It's not normally noticeable yeah, at all. Yeah, I hadn't noticed they're... until like now. This episode was yeah. the first episode where I was like, this is a bit clunky, which yeah. is interesting because the rest of the CGI is really good. Yeah, that's what I mean. I was like, oh, this is bad. But yes, going back, they're in Jill's room. Mm-hmm. Dean, um, they get out the video camera and switch it to night vision. Mm-hmm. Dean <laughs> makes a joke about Paris Hilton, Hilton. <laughs> which for context, for the, youth, for the youths out there who yep. might be listening, Paris Hilton had a sex tape. Um, a Night in Paris. A Night in Paris, which ah, was all done on night vision and it was uh, was the start of the celebrity sex yeah, tape. Yeah, I was going to say I was I think that's the first at least that I know of kind of first kind of celebrity sex for tape for our generation anyway. For our generation. Right, I'm, I'm sure, sure there was pro- previous I'm sure people had sex before. But this was the, most, the start of the scandals. Yeah, the start of scandals that turned into public like pu- all publicity yeah. is good publicity kind yeah, of situation. Pretty- Sam notices something that's dripping out of the back of one of her mirrors. He takes it off and they get a black light out and on the back of the mirror it says Gary Bryman. Yeah. And they ask Charlie if she knows who Gary Bryman is and she's like, I've never heard that name before. So they go and do some research. Gary Bryman was a kid, a kid called Gary. Yeah, those parents were A child, there was a child out there called Gary. I think that there is, for all my My Favourite Murder fans out there, I'm pretty sure there's an MFM animated which maybe I'll link in the show notes about a child called Gary and him having like a suitcase yeah it's weird it's like calling your kids like Margaret's or
0: very yeah. old-timey
1: name like um, but they were a child at some like point Bert, like a Janine uh, yeah like um Beryl <laughs> yeah exactly mm-hmm. and but at some point there was a 12 year old called Gary yeah sorry Gary we're very sorry for your loss yes but he got killed in a hit and run and Charlie realizes that Jill drove that car Yes. And so they start to think that maybe Bloody Mary comes after people who have a secret mm-hmm. involving murder. Karma. Maybe. Because mm. we'll talk about mm. later. And so they go and they speak to Donna because they find their mum's name on the back of the mirror. Yeah. And Donna is very, very upset. She's like, my mum died from an overdose. That's mm-hmm. all there is to it. But I, get yeah. out of my house. And Charlie sort of said, do you think that he killed Donna's mother Mm. and that's what happens? They don't really examine this further. I think it's still 50-50 for reasons that come up later, but it's suggested that maybe he killed his wife. And so that's why Bloody Mary came after him because it was a secret that he had and somebody died. Mm -hmm. So they're continuing to do some research and finally Dean has a break. He works out that there is a woman who didn't die in Toledo in Ohio Um, she died in Indiana. Yep. She died in Indiana. I kept going to say Alabama. I I don't think that's right. There's a woman who died in uh, Indiana called Mm -hmm. Mary Worthington. And just so anyone knows, Mary Worthington is linked to the quote-unquote true story of Bloody Mary. She's considered maybe the real quote-unquote story as always, and that's why we drink. Did an episode on it. Em covers Bloody Mary. Mm -hmm. So as always, thank you, Em. I love you. I'll link you in the show notes, like always, if you want to go learn a bit, a little bit more about Bloody Mary, the true mm-hmm. story. So they find that there was a woman called Mary Worthington. She died in Indiana, so she didn't die in Ohio, uh, but she did die in front of a mirror, and it did look like maybe she was writing something on the mirror. Uh-huh. And so they go to Indiana to talk to the police officer. And I have a question. Mm-hmm. How far apart is these are these places? Indiana and Ohio. Is this like driving to the other side of town because we don't in australia you're not unless you live in a border town you're not driving across state lines no. to ask someone a question like they couldn't call this police officer yeah they couldn't do like a, you know std call oh right standard <laughs> yeah they couldn't they couldn't call
0: this guy they, to, couldn't, they couldn't they couldn't give him a sexually transmitted disease call they couldn't give him a sexually STD transmitted for the kids out there was was called standard calls and mm-hmm. it was cheaper rates. It was cheaper
1: rates after six. Yep. No. Yes. After uh, six, yep. At nights and weekends. Mm-hmm. Um, so an STD call. Yeah. Well, they could the down to. But is this – are these two things – I don't, I don't I know
0: American – I don't think American call, uh, no geography, nope, neither do I, but I feel like they're not close, but they somehow,
1: you know, teleported. I don't know how far apart these places are. I do kind of feel like there's this meme of this guy who got bored and decided to try and figure out what all the states in America were. And I'll, I'll put it on Instagram because it's very funny, but that's that's me right yeah. now knowing where things are in relation to it because I'm always surprised about how close things are. So they go and they speak to this former police officer and he sort of explains that Mary Worthington, she did die in front of Mary. She was 19 years old. They think he she was having an affair with the local doctor and he murdered her because she was going to tell his wife about yeah. the affair, which... I understand up, that ugh. they wanted to give some context, but I also did think this time I was like, this is unnecessary detail. Yeah, Like we don't, why do we care about who killed her? Cause that's yeah. not relevant to the story. You're not going to go back to the doctor. No. Like I, I did this time be like, this is, this feels like some unnecessary information mm. that we didn't need to her solve. Her lover could have killed her. That's all it needed to be like. a lover. Yeah. But they go into a little bit more detail, but they also say that she was cremated. And again, we still haven't, we still haven't been told why remains are important. Yeah, and why We'll get they, there eventually. Yeah, and why cremation is better than being buried. Why or why cremation is better is is unhelpful. Yeah. If you're a ghost. Yeah. We don't we don't learn yet. No. What's going on with that? Yeah. But they are smart and they think that maybe she's actually linked to the mirror and not yeah. to her remains. Yeah. Um, and so they go about trying to figure out where the mirror is. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. In the meantime, mm. Charlie is talking to Donna. Donna's really pissed off that she brought these guys into the house and she's like, who are they? And I assume Charlie still kind of assumes that they're like police officers for the supernatural. Yep. and she's They're like, basically men in black. They're basically like- men in black or Mulder and Scully from the X-Files. Yep. And so she's – but Donna's really annoyed and she's like, oh, my God, it's one thing for my younger sister who's 12 years old to think that Bloody Mary's real and that's what's going on here. But you're a seventeen-year-old question you're a, mark. You're a semi-grown-up adult. You're you're you you're should, a young adult. And I will just say as well, Donna, this this girl who's just lost her her father and just lost she's one a, of her best. She's friends. well adjusted. She's well adjusted. She's back mm. at school. Yeah, she's taken her classes. She's annoyed at Charlie for talking about all of this stuff. As she's, someone who
0: lost her dad, yeah. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> she's a so. She's on like. She is masking very well and. Either that or she fucking hated her father. Either
1: or. Either way, still horrible, right? Yeah, still kind of crying crazy. But so Donna says Bloody Mary in the mirror three times and Mm -hmm. then she kind of storms out. And we see Charlie is the one that's scared. And now she's walking back to her classroom, she's clutching her books, and we see Bloody Mary in the reflection of the window. And again... Mm -hmm. This CGI, we were talking about bad CGI when they're driving, which is normally actually quite flawless, but this CGI is so good, it's so scary that she's everywhere. Yeah. Um
0: and she's she... in the class and she opens up her, her compact. Her compact. And she's in the compact
1: in like proportion, mm-hmm. in ratio. I'm like, oh, this is good. It's good and it's so scary. So she starts screaming, of course. So of course In, in middle the middle of class. In the middle of class, and her teacher comes up. And he's like, what's going on? And then we see Bloody Mary. She's in his glasses reflection. And so, of course, she calls Sam and Dean. Uh, she They take her to the ho- to the motel and they're covering up all the mirrors. They're covering up any reflective, up surface. any reflective surfaces, surfaces. Like she's got her eyes covered. She's got like her, her quite comfy looking cardigan. I was mm. like, I like this cardigan. I would wear this cardigan. It yep. looks real cozy. And then Dean sits down and he's like, you need to tell us what happened. She's like, oh, it was it was Donna, blah, 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 And And they're like, no, 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 that's not what you mean. And she reveals hmm. that her boyfriend was... Controlling. Controlling, a bit of emotional abuse. Hmm. And he threatened to kill himself if she left him. She said in the heat of anger, just do it then. And then he did. And so this is where the reveal is that Bloody Mary... Isn't interested in guilt yeah. necessarily, or like the truth of guilt. It's the idea of guiltiness and yeah. the, the Id- blame game. The blame game, and so that's what makes me go. I wonder if the dad did actually kill his wife, or if he was just carrying the guilt mm. and the secret of feeling like he, he had kicked, killed yeah, her, he forced her hand. because she had taken her own life. life. Yeah. The end of this episode, Sam does say. Probably you couldn't have changed it, and I just want to say for anyone who might need to hear this, it's not a probably you couldn't have changed what happened. Yeah. Just so you know, what I'm going to do, just because this is this is heavy, it's like heavy, this is yeah. really heavy and dark. In the show notes for this episode, I'm going to put a link to some resources Good if idea. you are in the boyfriend scenario or you're in Charlie's scenario. I just make some resources. Positive, yeah, but yeah, and I will say. These resources, I did not create, curate these. These were curated by the amazing podcast that we both like called Case File. Mm-hmm. It's an incredible Australian true crime yep. podcast. And they have some, they've created, cu- curated some amazing resources for people in various countries around the world. Yep. Um. So yeah, so I'm just going to pop that link in the show notes because mm-hmm. this is some dark stuff. And it's, it's really dark. It's really heavy. It's really heavy. And it's in the context of a 42 minute show, obviously not given its own show to talk about. But I just want to say. We'll have some you can talk about it with them. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll put some resources resources just in case this is something that resonates with your life experience. Mm. With that information, they know that Charlie, it's not a straight line of Charlie caused someone to yeah. die. She didn't murder someone. She didn't, she didn't murder someone. She, it wasn't a hit and run. Yep. It wasn't whatever happened with the dad and his yep. wife, unclear. But they realize, or Sam finds out, that the mirror, Mm. which Mary died in front of, has been sold to an antique dealer in Toledo uh, a week ago, timing of the start of these murders. So, obviously, Mary travels with the mirror. Sam thinks that they need to trap Mary in her mirror. Yep. Not just in any mirror. So they can't just destroy that mirror. They need to trap her in that mirror and then destroy it. Yep. And that will get rid of her. Mm-hmm. And Dean's like, well, how are we going to get Mary to come to her mirror? And Sam in the most like emo girl <laughs> way is like, oh, I I could get her to come. And Dean pulls out. He's just like, that's it. This is, this mm. is. We are
0: addressing this now. We
1: are talking about this because this is, he's like, Jess's death wasn't your fault. You couldn't have you didn't know what was going to happen. You should blame me of anyone because I'm the one that made you come away to find dad. And Sam's like, you don't know the rest of the story. Yeah. You don't know the whole thing. And Dean's like, well, you need to tell me. And Sam's like, well, I can't, if I do, it's not a secret. And then Mary won't come to me. And Dean's just, torn between knowing the logic of what Sam's saying of yep. like, if we want to stop this thing that's happening and save this girl who and is save innocent future girls. and save future people who well, not might girls, just, future people. just anyone who says bloody Mary in a mirror in this town or in any town that yep. this mirror eventually goes to, we need to stop this versus mm. you are clearly not telling me everything. And as your brother, I love you. I need to know. Yep. But they do go to this antique dealers. They're looking around for the mirror. Mm hmm. Just as they find the mirror, Cops. The, the security guards show up. Yep. So obviously they triggered they triggered the alarm mm-hmm. and Dean goes off to deal with that and Sam stays to do Bloody Mary and to stop her. So he says Bloody Mary in the mirror mm-hmm. and then Bloody Mary shows up. He's destroying all the, the mirrors around to try and get her to come to her mirror. Yeah. Also gorgeous mirror. She's- oh, yeah it's, yeah. it's a beautiful haunted mirror mm. that I would never let in my house. No, definitely not. But it is beautiful. Yes. I just, in general, don't buy antique mirrors. They're probably haunted. I think that's a pretty good blanket rule. Don't buy a mirror that's, like, the mirror's in my house brand new. And so, and this is where we get the reveal for the episode, Mm -hmm. which is all these dreams that we've been seeing Sam having, all of these nightmares of Jess burning on the ceiling. He didn't have those dreams because this is what happened to her. No. He's been having – that he had those dreams for weeks before she died. The dream of – premonition, Premonitions maybe. We're not sure. We don't mm-hmm. know. But he would see her on the ceiling burning and he didn't do anything or say anything. And so for him that makes him guilty or complicit at least mm. – in her murder. Yes. And so once again, we get this really amazing kind of the mirror is not reflecting Sam and it's, he's talking. Mm-hmm. Dean has dealt with the security guards <laughs> he's
0: taking care of business. He's taking
1: care of business because he pretended to be the son of the <laughs> owner of the antique store. And I don't, I didn't note down the name, but the name was very maybe Japanese or Korean or something yes. like that. And so there were, and just Dean's face when he realizes he's. I'm adopted. Oh, I, how can I lie my way out of this one? Um, So he, he does punch out the security guard. Like, I don't have time for this. I don't punch have time for this. And he comes back. Dean comes back in just as Sam's kind of starting to succumb to Mary yep. and smashes that mirror. And he, they think it's over. They think so it's done. So much glass everywhere, by the way. So much glass everywhere. This poor antique <laughs> store owner the next morning just walking in just being like, what the fuck happened here? Like, what happened, guy? And there's like two security guards being like, look, there was some guy pretending to be your son. He obviously wasn't your son, sir. And then he knocked us out. And I... Yeah. They didn't take anything, but they did destroy a lot of antiques. And yeah. antiques are worth a lot of money, guys. Especially so.
0: if they're like proper, like mm-hmm. hardcore. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So. And my point out, like, there was a lot of grass on the ground, and I literally wrote, like,
1: fuck cleaning that up. Oh, yeah. Imagine, like, that's mm. that's hours of cleaning. That's such a. There's, there's you don't. Point, you can't, they you should can... start leaving money for, like, a cleaner. Yeah.
0: Because yeah. right now, I'm looking at going, yeah, you're going to need, like, a good Dyson. Mm-hmm. Like, a good Dyson. You're going to need, like, the expensive. But then you're like, it's so much glass. We'll yeah. fuck up the entire. It's a lot to exactly. process.
1: It's a lot. This this poor person. Yeah, just... coming into work. And the you next know day. they're
0: sweeping it up.
1: Yeah, they're sweeping up for days. Yep, days and days. Uh, but they. But then mm. we get full ring. Yeah, it's a motherfucking ring. It's Mary climbing out of the mirror. It's very scary. It is very like oh boy. Good acting on the part of the lady who plays Mary in terms of like physical. Yeah, the physicality ta- and. She, Sam, and Dean Mm. start to succumb, and I have some tea on this. Yes, some Eric Kripke tea. Hi, Eric, we love you. Hey, Bessie. Hey, Bestie. He's never going to listen to this. Anyway, he they were going to give Dean a secret, and that's why. But then eventually they were like, "We've got too much to do this season." Yep. He doesn't have a secret anymore. Yeah. So originally Dean did have a secret, and that's why he started to succumb to Mary too. But then they decided he didn't have a secret. Yeah, it's fair call. There's a lot to unpack. Yeah, there's there's a lot to do in this season. In season one, and they just decided they didn't have time for Dean to have a secret. So he doesn't have a secret, guys. In case any, uh, that is a bit of a spoiler. But it's because it doesn't go anywhere. Yeah. Um, you it, would
0: just assume that she's just out for them because they've smashed all the mirrors.
1: Yeah, like I hadn't really thought about it that much until this time watching it. And yeah. I was like, Oh, that's w- why that's weird that Dean is succumbing as well when it's clear that there's no guilt that we know of. Um, and then I was kind of like, Maybe it's just Dean's existential guilt for because we obviously have seen and say dead in the water, he was yeah. really guilty about the fact he couldn't save everyone. So I was like, maybe it's just yeah. like his general life guilt y- yeah, at his Yeah, general job. like life trauma guilt. But no, they were going to give him a specific secret and then they decided not to. Um, so Mary crawls out. She's coming to get them. And then Dean, this is very like Medusa mm. turning her on herself. They put a mirror in front of Mary and she kills herself essentially yeah. because she's like, you killed all those people. people. And then she turns into glass. Yep. She shatters, she melts, and then shatters into glass, which a great special effect.
0: Oh yeah, and doesn't look like the CGI swarm from, you know, Phantom Traveler mm-hmm. or Wendigo.
1: Yeah, or
0: oh,
1: or even just the airplane in general. In yeah, Phantom that Traveler. airplane Actually, that, was, that was pretty simulation, rough. Simulation, <laughs> yeah. Um. So yeah. So they have defeat, and then Dean smashes the mirror that Mary appeared in. Yep, and thus get got rid of Bloody Mary, and she's gone. She's gone and they return Charlie home because she's safe now. Yeah, yep. Um, And Sam tells her that probably there was nothing that she could have done and, again, I want to reiterate, no, there was nothing that she could have done. It doesn't matter if she – what she told him Mm That's not. That's the
0: part. That's the trajectory he was on.
1: Yeah, Dean is like, yeah, that's good advice to maybe not blame yourself, mm. but maybe it's now time to tell me what your secret was, because Dean was obviously dealing with security guards and didn't mm-hmm. hear, didn't hear the reveal that no, we didn't as hear the audience revile. get. Uh, and Sam's like, you know what? Sometimes I would die for you, which is very dramatic. Uh, so dramatic. So emo. So, so unnecessarily brain. dramatic to be like, I would die for you, but I'm not telling you this one thing. Uh, so Sam decide, has said I'm not going to tell you mm. what happened, what why I, what my secret was about Jess. As he looks out from the Impala mm-hmm. down and, the street, mm-hmm. and who do we see? But one, one Jess, uh, Adrian Pelicki. She's come back more yeah. more for this episode, and she's in white, which she's is in very white. symbolic, dramatic, very dramatic white, very simple symboli- <laughs> satin white, very similar. Not that maybe Sam knows this, but very similar to what his mum wore yep. in the in the pilot. Mm-hmm. Um, and then she and she's looking at him, and then sort of he they pass by like a stobie pole, I guess. Yeah, like a um, telegraph, like a telephone pole. Yep. And when they comes out the other side, she's gone, and so. But she also looks at him like she's not upset, like she's okay. Yeah, it's an interesting look. It's a very like knowing look um but yeah it's it's interesting and I kind of like through all of these episodes that we've had they're keeping this the the story arc going of simultaneously yeah. what's going on with their dad mm. and also this this grieving process that yeah, Sam is going this, through yeah with Jess and with what happened to her and obviously this mm. reveal this episode that he had dreamed about exactly the thing that happened to her yeah. before she died. And what does that mean yeah. overall? So I really liked this episode.
0: Yeah, it's a good episode. Like these last two episodes that we've mm. just done are pretty good. Yeah. And, you know, they're building up to my next, the next episode we're going mm-hmm. to be doing, which is my favorite. And this is where I get Ooh. In this season? I assume not ever. Not ever, no. Um, it, <laughs> we have 327 oh, episodes. There's, there's 300 plus. There's a lot.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, well, I'm excited to talk about the next episode. Um, and I hope you guys are excited too. Yeah. Go subscribe to us on whatever mm-hmm. your favorite podcast app is. Tell a friend. Tell a friend. Maybe maybe share on Instagram if you're where you're watching or, mm-hmm. sorry, where you're listening to us. Are you listening yep. to us on your commute? Are you listening while you're working? While you're cleaning? While you're cleaning? Or that glass? Or Make that sure glass. to tag us if it's on Instagram. We will talk about it pod. Go follow us on Instagram if you don't mm-hmm. already. We will talk about it pod. Uh, leave us a review, preferably on iTunes, because um, mm-hmm. that's what helps gets us in the charts. That's what helps us get on things like New and Noteworthy. Uh, so it's really really helpful if you guys leave us a review, five star only. We've yeah. talked about this before. If you, I mean, I don't know why you've listened this far. If you listen you to the hate pilot. Us. And you're not into us. There's so many other podcasts that talk mm-hmm. about Supernatural. Please go listen to one of them. I'm sure one of them talks about it. Yeah.
0: One will float your boat.
1: In a way that you like. Mm. So don't leave us a bad review saying Just that saying. we don't talk about this in the way that you'd like, that you don't like our segues, you don't like how much we say like and swear. But yeah, if you don't like any of that, don't listen to our podcast. No. Don't leave us a mean review. But if you do like us, leave us a nice review. Leave That's us a right. five-star review. It's really, really helpful. Mm-hmm. Um, all the show notes, like I said, including some resources. Uh, if you are in a bad situation like charlie found herself or if you're in the situation that her boyfriend found herself themselves mm-hmm. in they will be on our website we will talk about it po- we will talk about it.com mm-hmm. but in the meantime stay safe and don't buy any haunted antique mirrors thanks guys bye bye